Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 122 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to another behind the scenes episode with myself and my team member, Emily. I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed the first of this episode style a few weeks back. And I'm really excited to share this episode with you where you're gonna get an inside look, or should I say an inside listen, at Emily and I doing some quarter two reflecting and quarter three goal setting. If you are familiar with me, you will know that I am big on setting intentions and setting goals. I have a whole model of setting annual intentions, turning them into quarterly goals, and then turning those into weekly action steps. We don't go into that model within this episode. This episode is more us putting that model into practice. So if you are curious to know about that, I will link a recent Instagram live that I did on the topic in the show notes. And I'm also going to share on my Instagram stories the week that this episode comes out, how Emily and I use Asana to turn the quarterly goals that we're talking about in this conversation into weekly action steps. I am a big believer in the power of being clear on the big picture and using short-term goals to help you get there. So I hope listening in on Emily and I doing that gives you some inspiration or prompts you to do the same for your business. I will leave you to listen in on Emily and I reflecting on Q2 and setting goals for Q3. I'm genuinely so excited to do this. I wasn't that buzzing for it, I won't lie to you. And then I started writing out notes and we have not done quarterly planning since the start of the year. No. Because the start of Q2 was just such a bloody mess. Yeah. We didn't pause to even take a breath, let alone think about any goals. No, and we've also never looked back on a quarter together, have we? No, because this is something I've always done on my own. And then I kind of let you in on the goals for this year, but it kind of fell by the wayside, I guess you could say, when survival was a bigger focus than moving goals forward. But here we are, good to be here. Just for context for anyone listening, if they're interested in the way that I set goals and how it links into annual intentions. This episode will show you us doing it in action. But if you want more context on kind of why I do it this way and how it works, my Friday Live from the 3rd of July will be a good fit. So we'll leave a link to that in the show notes. But to get into the conversation, I feel like a good place to start with this is just to look back at our annual intentions and what we set at the start of this mm-hmm. year. I looked at them and I was like, oh my gosh, it feels so long ago that I wrote those. Yeah, it does feel like a long time ago, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like six months. It could actually be a year. Yeah, I'd be quite happy if this was the year over. (laughs) Like just put a little ending on it. Cool, great, there's that done. (laughs) But yeah, we had three intentions at the start of this year. So if I just read them out and then we'll start looking back at Q2. So number one was established and that meant reach new audiences, grow my following, work with more people and level up the foundations of the business. And that meant moving from sole trader to limited company slash VAT registered. The second intention was creative. So create consistent content, do a video series, work on physical products, host in-person events and have more fun within the business. Oh, I know, right? And the third one, intuitive, which was about having more boundaries, being more balanced in our workloads, outsourcing more to you and building more convenience into my health. No clue what that means. Um, <laughs> I think that was more of a personal one. And taking August off. So those were kind of the three words for the year of like, we want to end 2020 with a business that feels more established, creative, intuitive. What's your 
gut instinct, because actually for Q2, we didn't sit down and do any planning. We were meant to do that. Mm. And then coronavirus came along, cancelled our ski trips. So we didn't have any time to sit and do this. And I guess the last three months, it's not like we've been on autopilot or survival mode, but we've probably not put our head above water at any point and been like, let's check in with those intentions. However, it's interesting to see that it feels like all those intentions have really moved forward in the last three months. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I read those this morning in preparation for our conversation and I thought, I think we've I think we've smashed them in the last three months. Like you say, yeah. should we just end the year here? Should we just call that 2020? <laughs> Get some new intentions in place. Maybe we should actually, because it's going to be a different landscape, isn't it? So maybe we do yeah. need new intentions or a bit of a realignment. But yeah, honestly, when I read those, I thought, cool, we've done really well on them. Mm. I think the reason why I like the reflection is because it's so natural for our minds to jump straight to what's next, Mm. what we want to do more of. And that's great to move forward. But it's also worth just doing the like number one celebration of we've done well. And number two, just the reflection of like, well, what actually went well and what helped. Absolutely. It's like in school. Did you ever do this? Like what went well and even better if? No. You have to do a little review. Uh, Yeah, that's what our teachers used used to do. Like you were good at this. It'll be even better if you did this. Oh, I so. love that. And is That's that a bit doing. like um, two stars and a wish? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> two stars and a wish. So starting with, I guess, the two stars, I feel really pleased about the last three months. I think from a the business moving forward standpoint, it feels like every single area, and I guess for me, I'd split this into like podcast slash content, the internals of the business, your role, income, expenses, it all feels like it's gone in the right direction. And obviously some of that's been linked to Corona, but some of that's just been things that have naturally happened. So I think as a whole, it feels like it was not the quarter we thought it would be, not at all, but it almost was the quarter we needed it to be. I know that sounds cringe, doesn't it? Of like, I think you're right, Alice, because if we'd kept going as we were, we wouldn't have stopped and taken stock and and planned and moved forward, we would have kept going, but we wouldn't have given ourselves the time because we would have been on the train, going here, there and everywhere, going to events, meeting up Mm. with this person, da-da-da. And we didn't have any of that. I don't know about you, but just having my social life completely streamlined has opened up a lot more time in my life. Yeah, even from a practical standpoint, like if you were to list out like things we did in quarter three, we hosted that second six-week thing, Step Back and Level Up. We brought On It to Life, which is an ongoing program for past clients. And we hosted the five-day thing. And I think apart from the five-day thing, I don't think those two programs, Step Back and Level Up or On It, would have come to life. No. Because Step Back and Level Up was directly linked to, you know, the world's going to shit. We want to offer something that supports people that's really accessible. And now that definitely feels like something we're going to do in the business again. And also it felt like a really powerful, you know, if we look at the first intention of reaching new audiences, growing my following, working with new people, that didn't bring in tons of income, but it absolutely did those three things because I've never done something that's that accessible, but to have that much value at that accessible price point. Absolutely. I was thinking that last night, actually, because I thought when we launched Step Back and Level Up, 
the group do you remember I said to you like oh this is quite an eclectic group it's quite different for us like it doesn't yeah. will it will it have the same energy as the first group because it was a lower price point so you I didn't know if it would have the same engagement or the same energy in it mm. but actually it was a brilliant group there was still so much energy everyone was still engaged we still had that community feeling and exactly as you say it brought so many new people to the business as well so it came out of what was not an ideal situation it came from a situation we hadn't planned for yeah but actually it did bring us a positive for sure effect and from the kind of knock-on effect of that actually for this quarter quarter two that we just had income was due to be quite down because I was easing off of coaching and doing less as we kind of you know, waited for August off and then, you know, lots to go on in September, which we'll talk about. But actually I was just looking at Stripe before this call. It was almost double what it was in quarter one. And I can track that back to not the six week thing itself, because that wasn't an income bringer inner, as you might call it. <laughs> um, but the knock on effect of that, um, particularly in terms of coaching, is really interesting. A lot of the people that I'm coaching now or people that are booked in for September, their first touch point with me was that six week thing. Mm. And it's so interesting to see that actually, I think a lot of this next quarter and the rest of this year, it has to credit, if that makes sense, don't the right way to say it, that program, which would have never happened if it weren't for us just being responsive and, and seeing what we could do. So it's interesting, unexpected, but really positive. Yeah, absolutely. And there was just so much in that program. It was really just a whistle stop tour of all the things, uh, all the things. And that was the other thing I wanted to say to you, how much I loved the guest workshops, mm. which was something that will probably carry forward. And again, you know, without Corona, we might not have experimented with that because we thought the first six week thing, we were like, well, this is a great formula already. We'll just replicate. Yeah. But we were kind of forced to try different things and and we found things that actually worked really well and brought even more value to it. For sure. I think experimenting is a really good way to sum up the last three months. I'm yeah. in a way glad that Corona came at the very start of a quarter. So it's not like we'd set any practical goals for that period, because actually I think we were allowed to experiment and play around and just see. Mm. And it feels like every area of the business kind of had this bit of a reset. You know, if we look at income and particularly expenditure, income is up in the last quarter, expenditure is down. That wouldn't have happened if it weren't for us having this natural reset you know, your role feels like it's really solidified in the last three months where, you know, you've gone from kind of one to one and a half days a week that's a bit messy to now being two days a week, Monday and Friday, and us having more of a structure of how we work together. You know, even the podcast as well, whilst it was a bit of a rocky few weeks and months of just yeah, trying to adapt. It's gone through lots of experiments yeah. in the last three months. And we've learned a lot. I think it's easy to get into a rhythm, isn't it? Of like, no, this is how we do things. This is what works. And I think lockdown forced us just to kind of break all of those rules and realise that a lot of them were holding maybe possibility that we hadn't yet explored. Yeah, I totally agree. It's good stuff. So I would say very pleased with that quarter. And if we look at those intentions, like established, absolutely. I feel like through the six week thing, definitely reach new audiences, grow following, work with more people. Um, and that final one, level up the foundations of the business. We weren't limited 
in quarter two. So well done to us. Creative podcast as always has been consistent, but I think video content feels like it's begun to find its feet in quarter two. I don't think it's quite there yet, but it's definitely a step on. And then with physical products, we'll get to that with looking at the next quarter. Events is obviously one that didn't quite happen, but in a way I'm quite glad because I think in terms of our current priorities, that's just not up there with, you know, number one, what's actually possible, but also what's impactful and profitable. That doesn't feel like a big one. Mm. Um, And having fun with the business. I know that sounds silly, but I do feel like the business is a bit more fun now. Is that strange to say? (laughs) No, I do agree with you actually. And I'd noticed that I think that you're letting your personality come through more like that's I think Mm. I think you'll be more yourself in video on uh, lives in the six week thing and Instagram lives I think you're moving away from kind of like Alice Benham the brand looked like this to yourself do you think that's fair to say no I think that is fair to say like I was watching back because I was thinking about when we're redoing it later this year some of the videos from the very first six week thing which is mad to think that was the start of this year selling with your service face, like, oh my gosh. I watched it through and I was like, I can see me, but I can also see the times where I would choose to say something in a way or act in a way that probably Mm -hmm. wasn't my most like natural or authentic quote unquote self. So I think it's been really fun to, I guess, just realize like, oh, the business can take things being even more informal. And there's a direct correlation between the more me I let things be and probably the more it does resonate. Yeah, 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 I think so. So it's good. And then with intuitive, I mean, my work with Joe throughout both quarter one, but also quarter two has massively helped in terms of boundaries, being a bit more balanced, obviously outsourcing to you, your roles increased in terms of the hours that you do. And obviously taking August off is more of a Q3 thing, but we're definitely, definitely underway with that. So I agree with you. Like when I look at those, I kind of feel like this is usually the point we're at at the end of the year of like, oh, there's a few we haven't done and there's a bit more progress. But actually, I'm sat here like, oh, we still have another six months. Like these are going to really have to expand for us to push ourselves, I think. Yeah, definitely. We need to put some real pie in the sky ones in there. For sure. Or even just up level them. Because if we say like, yeah, now we've reached new audiences and worked with more people, this is now the normal, the next quarter and the next six months is about, you know, going big with that. So if we look ahead to quarter three, which is... July, August, and September. It's an interesting one in the business because I'm off for the whole of August. You're off for two weeks in August. And September's a bit of kind of the start of the year, I'd say, within the business. Yeah. I wouldn't think, I think when I imagine like a year in my business, it is September to September. Yeah, I do because, as well. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? New school feeling. So I always find quarter three an interesting one because it kind of feels like it's got a bit of overlap in it and it maybe feels a bit more messy than some other quarters do. I don't know. Just a weird vibe. Yeah, because it's not it's not a kicking off quarter or a rounding yeah. up quarter. It's you're in the thick of it quarter. Yes. And that definitely feels, I think, where we're at. You know, when I look at what we've done in quarter two, it almost feels like quarter three is just finishing up on the the goals that we were working towards and just taking them to the next level. I don't know about you, but I don't look at quarter three and see that we're doing any wildly huge or different things I think it's taking everything that we've started this year a lot of which maybe hasn't been super intentional but has been great and taking that to a more intentional place or just leveling it up I guess would be the way yeah yeah I think that's I think that's a good 
attitude, actually, let's refine, let's level up and be intentional about what we're what we're doing rather than we're doing this out of necessity or in place of something else. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's interesting with this because sometimes we'll have, you know, one or two really big quarterly goals per intention. But sometimes, and I think this is more what quarter three will be like, we have quite like itty bitty goals underneath. So there's maybe like five goals for one intention for the three month period, but they're either things that we're already working on or they're just smaller tasks to work towards, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Saying that, a couple of them are a little bit big. So I think if we just go through one by one, I've got some notes on like rough thoughts of goals. And then if you want to chip in with anything that you've got from your end or the role that you do, that would be fab. So established, first one. I feel like established. I mean, established was an intention I had for 2019. I don't think it's one where we ever feel like we've done it because... No, it's never, you're never going to tick that no. box. There's always more to do. Yeah, there's no limit on that. Yeah. So I think it's thinking within quarter three, what does established look like? And how do we set goals that are going to push us and stretch us, but not be overwhelming to the point where we're not even trying for them, if that makes sense? Mm. I think it's a, a good balance there. So it's not easy, but it is attainable. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's especially true with this quarter because for me, one of the biggest focuses for this quarter is us taking time off and resting. So if intuitive and August off actually takes more of a priority, the other goals don't necessarily have to be, you know, if we really, really pushed it, what would we do? But actually in order to meet this other priority that feels more important, let's just set some goals that still make sure we move forward, but don't compromise what we really want to focus on. So in terms of established, I think the big one for me feels like it stems back to the launch at the end of September, which is for the six week thing, selling when you're service-based. Yeah. You know, I've got some big goals for this one. (laughs) So although we don't usually put numbers next to goals, but I think for this one, it's looking at this being a 40K launch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the plan. Uh, And obviously that meets the goal of even like financially the business being more established, but also, you know, that's 100 to 150 more people to be working with who are hopefully going to be in new circles and new spaces. And in line with that, I think especially with the new circles and new spaces thing, something I really want to do within this quarter is test out bringing Facebook ads into the equation. Ah, okay, fab, yes. So I had a meeting with someone last week who's writing up like a strategy for, you know, I said, here's how we launch things via my audience organically. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I'd want to do ads in a really value-driven way, how would you bring them in? And then hopefully that's going to be something that we will take a bit of a risk with and just test out. Because I think if we can get Facebook ads working in the right way, where we know it's still the brand and it's value-driven and it's not salesy or icky, that's literally us just being able to put our reach on steroids and go outside in a really intentional way. Because reaching new audiences is hard to do organically. I think we're getting well, it's there. it's slow to do organically, right? Yes. Because it relies on other people, really. Yeah. Yeah. We can't really control it. So testing out Facebook ads and knowing whether or not they're a stick, I think will be a big part of that. And then I think there's Two other goals that sit under established. The first would be, and I know I always say this one, uh, continuing to build relationships with brands to ideally lead to some form of financial partnerships. Mm -hmm. I know I always set this as a goal, 
I think I'm realizing with this, the way this is gonna actually work best is going with it relationship first, which I don't know why I always thought it would be pitch first because actually that's not naturally how I would do business. So I'm seeing it that I just want to turn up the volume on how much I'm kind of making noise for brands to notice. So even like Starling and Penfold over the last quarter, I've been, or even just the last month, really a lot more intentional about tagging them and stuff, speaking about them, sharing them. And even that, as you know, which I can't share, but has built relationships that's already led to some partnership, not in a paid way. So I think just being more intentional with that and seeing where that goes, not just with those two brands, but more. Yeah, and I think that the list that we already compiled of kind of the brands that we'd love to work with, they're all brands that you do use in your business anyway. Yeah. So it is coming from the right place. Um, so it makes total sense to build that relationship than just try and go in cold. Yeah. So we just want to get on their radar, really, because I'm like, I'm not insecure about the value that us and the content we create could bring to them. I just need them to see that content in order to be interested. So the more I think, yeah, to just keep building that, the better. And then the final one, which links in more with leveling up the foundations of the business within established is going VAT registered. Mm -hmm. So initially we thought that was going to happen when we went limited, realized that we didn't need to. So why? But if we're going to do a 40K launch, perhaps going to need to pay some VAT. (laughs) So again, that would just be a... Yeah, future thing. That's cool though, because I know you'd said to Joe that you maybe it wasn't it wasn't on your kind of goals list and you'd you'd really thought about it and reflected on it and you were like, I don't think that's a limiting belief. I actually just don't think I want to do that right now. But then it's happened. It's it's evolved. As a result of another goal. Yes. It's not like the goal is to be VAT registered. It's like, oh, a goal has come in that I think will mean that will happen. So yeah, we'll yeah. let that happen. Not that you have to, but any other thoughts on what would sit under established aside from six week thing, launch, Facebook ads, brand building and VAT? Well, the mo- the one that was uh, most predominant in my mind would be the podcast sponsor, which comes under brand yeah. relationships. But obviously that can be, that doesn't have to be podcast specific. That could be across different platforms and yes, yes, different places anyway. So yeah, just, um, yeah, I think brand brand relationships yeah and I guess within the podcast thinking okay if one of our goals is to be in new spaces thinking about how the Mm. guests that we pick play a role in that because I'd be the first to admit I'm a I'm a victim of my own like oh I hate there being an echo chamber I help create that because I always bring people in who are within my echo chamber so thinking about how bringing in intent like guests in an intentional way to be in the you know what I mean (laughs) new audiences yeah, definitely. Because I know we'd spoken before as well around content and, and subject matters that we'd like to cover. And I know before we'd spoken about maybe trying to just expand our horizons a bit more, reach out into different industries and sectors as well, because mm. exactly what you say, we're just feeding into this echo chamber. So yeah, I think it'd be great to kind of like broaden our horizons. For sure. So that's established. On to creative. I've got three for this that come to mind and then Mm -hmm. any of your thoughts be fab so I think the first for me would be in terms of video just continuing that video is a tough one because it's so reliant on a lot of factors that I often can't control in terms of needing a really quiet space that not only you know the podcast is like okay it needs to sound good video Mm. also needs to look good lighting I have to look right like it's just less forgiving hard to create 
but working on it. And I've now, only from today actually, started moving videos that aren't live from Instagram to YouTube. So my goal for this quarter, which might be a bit, I didn't know if this is optimistic or not, would be to have YouTube replicate the numbers that we see on the podcast. Now I know the podcast is like two and a bit years in, um, but even to think, you know, we get roughly four to 500 views or listens, sorry, on a podcast episode to try and get that same engagement rate across to YouTube, I'd be really happy with. So that would just take me being more consistent with YouTube. I Ideally every single week, but I think every other week just to kick it off. So yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, I don't see why not, you know? Yeah. I don't see what would be against us. No, I think it's just me being consistent enough that people get used to it because it's getting them to go to another place and be familiar with me being there in the same way that the podcast took time to do that. And I guess it is slightly different because, um, so I went to watch your video today, actually. And then when I clicked through, I was like, oh, it's 16 minutes. I can't give it 16 minutes right now. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of different space to try and break into to try and get that time commitment from people. Yeah. And it's also not comparing the YouTube numbers to the Instagram ones, because my videos on Instagram might get 2000 views but I would bet that's probably only 400 people actually watching it. That's 1,500 also just clicking through and counting as a view. So I'm trying, like, I don't feel like I would compare, but I'm just remembering, like, similar to how we are with the podcast, you know, engagement rate is a different thing to just eyes on it. The second one is just a continuation of an on, something that's already happening, which is my favorite goals, because you're like, I know this is going to happen, uh, is continuing to work on the brand guidelines with Evie. And then this is something up for us to do. Once we've got those brand guidelines, lift everything we've currently got in line with that. Um, You know, even for me looking at all of my contracts and my forms and things that we send to people and, you know, all of that stuff that's just a bit of work to redo. Obviously the brand guidelines are definitely going to get done, but I also then want to make sure that we just use those to lift everything up. And then obviously on an ongoing basis get strong. And then the third would be working on products with Polly. Exciting. I was surprised when I looked back at creative and I'd actually said at the start of the year, I wanted to look at physical products because I don't think I remember. I think I kind of forgot that that was a goal, but it's kind of naturally come about. So Polly and I are starting design work at the end of July and then properly kicking off the planning in September. So I guess the goal for the end of September is to know what the products will be, costings, timelines, when it's going to launch and have all of those plans in place. And um, sorry, did you say the, I'm just thinking if it's going to line up well with our September launch, that would be so great, wouldn't it? I know, but I think it's going to be a Jan 2021 launch, which is so quick because like you're used to, I'll be like, Emily, I've got an idea. We're going to launch it yesterday. Whereas products are like, oh, it takes a few months yeah, to do this. Products takes a long old time. Yeah, but that'll be fun. And I think, it feels good under that creative one because it's bringing in even then from a business standpoint you know it's bringing in more income streams it's kind of diversifying the way that people might interact with the business so I feel like that's going to be a good one yeah that's super exciting any other thoughts on creative trying to think if there's any other touch points but I mean you've had the web you've had stuff done on the website in this quarter yeah the podcast has kind of just found its feet again. So I think it's just continuing that. It's a good one. I'm happy with it. Oh, I'd also say with creative in the last two weeks, I feel like I've really ramped up 
frequency and consistency of content, particularly on Instagram. So I just want to keep that up up until the end of July Mm -hmm. and then pick it up really strongly from September. So just I think it's it's I'm finding it quite exhausting already. So just keeping that going and kind of saying to yourself, like, Alice, if you want to do this huge launch in September, it's going to take more than just like the content you can get away with. You need to be doing more. Do you think that will get easier though once we have the content creator? Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. To be able to just film a video and then go, there you go. I don't have to touch it. It'll, yeah, completely change the process. Which moves you on well to intuitive. Cheers for that segue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think the first thing within, you know, being more balanced with workload and just both of us having more clear roles, we'll be bringing this new team member on board who starts on the 1st of September, which is very exciting. We've now got three applications, by the way. So people actually oh are interested. God. Good news. Can I see them? Uh, Not yet. I'll show you to them when we've got them all. Because what I don't want to do is have like an accidental bias of like, you were the first that applied. Yeah. So I secretly love you more. Like, I probably would yeah, do that. Yeah, or I've had, I've had a week to think yes. about what you said. And I've just yeah. thought about this person for three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, like, mm, sorry, three minute gal. You're not really doing it. Like, I prefer the one I've known for two weeks. So Oh, so a girl, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would be the first one. New team member. The second one, again, is underway, but it's just doing August off successfully. And I think for me, <laughs> successfully looks like... This is the funniest thing that you're like, how can I successfully stop working <laughs> But I think relax. you've got to be intentional about it because for me, like doing August well means the last week of July is not crazy and stressful and awful. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that time off is restful. And I know this is all within my control, but I've got to think about it intentionally because if I don't, this will fail. And then I think as well, the time off, not the time off, sorry, the time back after August doesn't feel like a mad rush. You know, if we're looking at our goals for this quarter, we're pretty much taking a whole month out of that. So we've got to think like a target that we've got, you know, for the second week of September, I need all of my copy ready for the launch. So actually that probably needs to get planned before the end of July. So I can then write it the first week of September and not have a mad rush either end. Yes, so just, you are right. Which is something we're already doing, just continually questioning like, okay, how does this fit in with that month off? And how do we make sure that we protect both the time that we've, the time that both of us, sorry, have have laid out? Yeah, you're right. Because there is nothing worse than the day before you're going on holiday and you have 101 things to do and it's just not not getting in the mindset, is it? So yeah, yeah. let's give ourselves the best chance. Absolutely. And I would say the final one that, I mean, you can kind of say any goal fits under any, can't you? Because you just come at it from a different angle. But in terms of us, I think having less pressure in terms of workload on ongoing programs and for me with coaching and from a more kind of, you know, there's always something to sell perspective and we're not constantly relying on big pushes of launch and energy, pulling together that passive income, which for us is those videos. I don't know. We need to come up with a name for it. Like they're not courses. Are they workshops? They're probably workshops. Yeah, but they're not live workshops. And I think you'd often think a workshop's live. The videos, you know what I mean? The videos that are going to be pre-recorded and sold as videos. You know, planning those in July, and then I know we're set to record and edit them in September. Having those, I think, as we step into quarter four, I think will just really help bring another element of sustainability into the business because income will be more consistent, it's not constantly relying on launches. Hopefully our workload. It's not seasonal. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's it. Any major thoughts on those? I feel like that's quite a lot of goals 
usually I wouldn't have that many, but they all feel like kind of continuations of what we've already been doing or just small things to add in. I say small things. (laughs) It's a lot of work, but it's good. Yeah, I just now I'm a little bit not worried, but I'm like, there is actually a lot to do in July, isn't there? And we've, Mm -hmm. even though our time actually should be a bit freer, as we've postponed the retreat this month should be suddenly a lot freer, but actually Mm. there are other bits in there that are going to take time, but it's all good. I think I agree. Like this is a lot. And I don't think it's as simple as like, great, let's all just decide what our action is for each of these things. But I think, you know, from a the big things within here are the six week thing launch, bringing on the team member and pulling together this new passive income yeah. offering. And all three of those, we've already got all of our timelines and all of our meetings in place. So we're not, I completely know we're not going to get to the end of July and have not spoken about those since this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think as well, like if I get this moved into Asana, it's probably just on both of us to keep looking at them because we've all got, you know, there's a lot of tasks within each task, but some of these are very you and some of these are very me. So I think to just keep looking at them and when we check in on a Monday, just to keep being like, okay, how are we doing with that? Have we forgotten about that for two weeks? So we just need to prompt something to move it forward, I think is what it's going to take. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea because actually if you think we haven't revisited these goals mm. or these intentions together, because we've, as you said, we've kind of like been a bit on survival mode the last couple of months and it's just been like, keep moving, keep, you know, we can think too far ahead. We've done very well on survival mode. <laughs> I'm proud of us in survival mode. I think we've done a good job. And then I think as well as exciting to feel like quarter four has got more of a, you know, it's three solid months it's a good chunk of time. So maybe that's, you know, I can't imagine we're going to get to quarter four and feel like there's much more to be done with these intentions. I wonder if quarter four is going to maybe be the quarter where we begin to add some more intentions in, because I don't know if these are going to feel a bit done by that point, but we'll see. We don't know, do we? There's all, I mean, there's always more to do with them, but I think we're at a pretty good point right now, middle of the year, and one quarter more might get us to a well, it's going to get us closer, isn't it? Sure is. Exciting stuff. So I think let's not do it now because it's a Friday and no one wants to do this work mm-hmm. on a Friday. But on our Monday call, when we were due to do retreat planning, rest in peace, let's <laughs> ju- look at each of these. We've had a weekend. I'm not telling you to think about it over this weekend, but if your brain naturally thinks about anything, then we can pick it up on Monday. Uh, and then I think we can just make sure, you know, for the the random tasks that don't fit into those big projects, we can just double check how those are going to move forward. Um, Yeah. And just keep looking back at them. I think quarter three, let's do it after the weekend. It's going to be good. I feel like it's, it's a weird quarter because it's like wrapping up what feels like the first half of this year, then taking rest time and then kicking off what feels like the second half of the year. So it's an interesting one. I think there is a, a balance to it. Yeah, definitely. And I do think as well, like if the retreat was to able to happen this year, I think we would both just be sitting here now being like, this is so fantastic. Like, I don't think in January we could have imagined that we would be in this place. No. Yeah, I'm really proud of things. And even with that, imagine adding the retreat into everything I've just listed. Yeah, like no. it does. <laughs> it takes the pressure off somewhat. We've got a bit more space and time. But it's good. You know what Ashley was saying on the episode that 
will have come out the week before this one about having a curiosity about how you're going to get somewhere and not being set on how you're going to get there, but just being set on where you're going to go. feels like it really feels true to that of what this year so far has looked like. It's not how we thought we were going to get to where we are now, but where we are now feels really, really true and good for the business. And it's interesting to have found new ways of doing things. All right, cool. Glad we did that. I've got an Instagram live to do. Oh, shoot. Right now as well. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>